Italian, where there's uh, cracks and water damage and black mold because the landlord has not fixed it. I've been up here for <laughs> 35 minutes so far, and I've seen at least eight Wall Street bankers leap off of this thing. It seems like it's a hot day here in the sun. Yeah. Summer in New York. Is I really hate when your landlord, up. you call your landlord, <laughs> tell him to fix the debt ceiling, and they send a guy who just looks like him with a mustache, and it's like, this is your cousin, <laughs> isn't it? This is your brother. He does not know how to fix any kind of ceiling. You're just paying him $300 to do this, so then you guys keep the money, and you can take it to Atlantic City next weekend. I see your game. I would pull the same scam if I was legally allowed to. Like 30% of the repair guy's back is taken up by his ass crack. <laughs> <laughs> you ever have a repair guy whose ass crack goes up to his neck? <laughs> it's just Ew. wrong. Wear a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Has someone made those? Like, cause there's, aren't those like plumber shirts or like, you know, like astrology plumber type shirts where it's like, don't, underestimate a woman who's married to a plumber should make one that's like ladies you know when your plumber husband's body defies all known laws of biology <laughs> did you guys see that um thing going around from one of the police departments i don't remember which one but it was an, a diagram of the back of a car and it, every time they had like a decal on it it was like my student is an honor roll student at such and such high school uh -huh. and an arrow pointing to it. And it was like letting people know where your kid goes to school. <laughs> and it had like <laughs> no. decals of extracurriculars and they were like letting people know you will be out of the house in afternoons and weekends. Oh, like, that's like the, the, <laughs> the crazy TikTok how to avoid getting human trafficked. And it's all like zip oh, yeah. on door handles. Yeah. Uh, there was like mm -hmm. th there was one where a lady was like, "If you see cash under your wiper blades, don't take it. Drive home as soon as you can and use a glove to throw the cash in the trash." Like, lady, nobody's <laughs> what? nobody's wasting their cash on your wiper blades. If you see cash under your wiper blades, drive away and then take the cash out from under your wiper blade. Later. It's probably Jesus cash. Spend it. Yeah, probably that and, stuff. And that I would take it out first. It looks like a dollar bill, and it's then you a, pick it up. It's got scripts. Oh yeah. On it. <laughs> it's actually a tract. What a, what a trick! What a what a dirty trick! I feel like God wouldn't approve of that. Like, isn't there something in the Bible about like being a deceiver or like being a false something? I don't know. Well, like, would that no. be a funny tactic really? for people to proselytize <laughs> with? Is like instead of giving you the fake money and you think, oh, I'm getting money, and then you're getting evangelized. Uh, instead, they make you think you're going to be human trafficked, mm -hmm. and then when you're not, mm -hmm. you're very very open to their message about the Lord. Like, you, you like yeah, they rip off the blindfold, and <laughs> when somebody's in shock, yeah, they're very susceptible. They're very, they're very suggestible. Yeah, because yeah, mm -hmm. I imagine yeah. if I had just pulled up to a bunch of boards with nails on them in the middle of the road and like tried to back up to get out of there, but behind me were more boards with nails in them in the middle of the mm -hmm. road, and I got out of the car and I just accepted my fate. And then, like a really meek dude in a sweater walked up and was like, "You have a moment to talk about Jesus Christ." And be like, "I got all afternoon, Chief." Well, look, that, that happened. He's to me. like, just like if I had been, uh, you know, a victim of attempted human trafficking, I would brandish my dual Desert Eagles, regardless of whether it was a kidnapper or a uh, Mormon <laughs> guy on Rumspringer or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's a dangerous prank or like, you know, recruitment tool to, to do in like certain states. I feel like if you're in like anywhere in like Florida or like Mississippi or something, there's a law that's like, yeah, if you le if you have legal reason to believe you're going to be human trafficked, uh, you can <laughs> dual wield desert eagles and shoot anyone within a 20 foot area of you. <laughs> it's fine. In yeah. Florida, they, they, there's like a that's gator true. rushing at you. And then as soon as it's about to pounce, you think you're dead, like about to get fucking mm -hmm. eaten by an alligator. The gator suit opens, you know, like the rhino, <laughs> the, the rhino suit in Ace Ventura. And it's like a, yeah. like a small bookish guy with glasses. And he's like, have you heard the good news? He's wearing an Ar Argyle sweater vest. Yeah. You're not going to die. And if you did, you would go to heaven eternally. Or if and only if you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. <laughs> these, it's very these, good news. These firearm laws are getting crazy. Missouri just passed a gun foo law that lets you kill anyone as long as you do it real cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you're allowed to kill yeah. anybody as long as you're in bullet time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, th that's the, it's, it's sort of the same thing. As <laughs> the reason there's so many Florida Man articles is because of, uh, you know, the laws around, uh, uh, reporting on people in Florida. That's the reason there's so many John Wick movies is because of the gun foo laws. They just keep, they, they turn a camera on and a John Wick movie happens because someone Ron wants DeSantis to kill someone legally. Like, uh, Ron DeSantis now believes you can do anything with legislation. So he's decided he's going to make the matrix real. Yeah. Chris, are you say, are you <laughs> I'm voting John, for Ron DeSantis. 
John Wick is a found footage series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're really slow playing it. It's going to be John Wick 6 when you like show you, the you uh, zoom out. It zooms out and it's just been a, a kid with an iPhone the whole time. Yeah, like the Holy Mountain. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Kriana reads it's just like zoom back camera. No one You ever watched an interview that. with him? Watch recently? the Holy Mountain. You should watch that movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, that is a good movie. I was in a break room <laughs> recently where normally there's like Wayans Brothers playing or like old episodes of Reba. And then I was mm-hmm. in there like two weeks ago and one morning Tarkovsky's Stalker oh, is playing on the break yeah. room TV. Wow. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Who put that on? I wonder what, what break room, like what establishment? Uh, it was, it's a plastics manufacturing facility. So like the, the crappy daytime TV from 20, 30 years ago, I totally understand, but I guess someone had flicked yeah. it to like the classic movies channel. Cause maybe like the wizard of Oz was on during third mm-hmm. shift, but they left it on. Sure. And apparently the classic movies channel is like 6 30 AM. Perfect time for some Tarkovsky. Oh, I, see, I thought it was, like <laughs> I thought it was because it's a chemical plant, right? Plastics, mm-hmm. you know, chemical mm-hmm. plant. They were like, all right, guys. We lost the educational safety video, but we've got something that also <laughs> deals with containment zones. <laughs> <laughs> it's not exactly one-to-one, but just like, imagine that you had a stalker and he was going to show you how to enter the zone. Just uh, do that when you're going into any zone where like, you know, toxic waste has been spilled or mm-hmm. you, someone spilled the plastic solvent or whatever happened. Just imagine you had a stalker with you telling you what to do. You'll probably be safe. We didn't yeah. have the budget. And if you to don't, do you can take some of these gym socks and start rolling them up in quarters and throwing them at people. <laughs> and that'll keep you safe too. Getting a stalker to to guide my journey into the confusing new dispensary that opened in town. <laughs> <laughs> we we, uh, we didn't. Yeah. Um, Where we didn't is the door the to this building? We didn't have the budget to uh, pay for psychological screenings of everybody who works at the dangerous chemicals plant. So we're actually going to have you all write an essay on the themes of psychological uh, horror and stalker. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to find out who you should work for i think that's right well as long as we're talking about psychological profiling i got psychologically profiled on the internet uh over memorial <laughs> day weekend what? because i i was mm. sitting in a in a lawn chair uh listening to music on my jbl extreme 2 mm-hmm. my my mm-hmm. gigantic beats pill basically yeah. looking at music I have a on charge my charge crack- three yeah oh very nice I was looking at music mm. on my cracked ass phone screen and smoking some weed. And I saw this meme that said, thinking it's about time to break out the 30 piece patio set. And two thirds of the items in this image are precisely what I was working with. At the time. Okay, we got to okay, break this down. This is like a starter pack image. We got mm-hmm. one of those folding chairs mm-hmm. where it's like, ba- like metal bars, right? And, and yep. Like a sling. Yeah. Camp, I've got the camp uh, chair. A switchblade, like one of those, or butterfly. That's a ballet type. song. Whatever. Okay, it's a it's a knife. That's a knife. That's, a, that's not a knife. Uh, and we got weed, like a ton it of weed. It is a knife. Yeah. Ankle monitor, mm, a bunch of jars a of JBL weed. speaker, a pink juice monster, an elf bar, and a Rick and Morty bong. Yeah. And I mean, a busted I smoking, iPhone. I was smoking a joint and drinking a beer, but other than that, it's pretty close. <laughs> pretty close. <laughs> you even have kind of like a tropical colored beer. You got a nice Oberon here, so it's like oh, yeah. that could be the color scheme of a of a can of Monster. So it's like the vibe, even though it's beer and not Monster. I think it's similar. I think it. Well, I think it, it. It hits it. It's funny you say that because the monster mango cans have exactly the same color scheme. Oh, as that's Oberon. a great color. They're just mm, nice okay. to look at. I've bought a monster mango over a regular monster, not because I wanted to drink it, but just because it looked nice. Just because you wanted to stand in the shade of the roots of a large tree and grip it and go, my precious. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love that you and have the same color speaker, John. Something about being this kind of guy, it's like black, so it doesn't get it doesn't show the weed ash or whatever. Yeah, I'm the only one who yeah, doesn't have one of those JBL is... speakers. I got this one from IKEA. It's like a box. Pretty cool. Is <laughs> that the like teenage engineering shit. one? Yeah, yeah. Usually it's like yeah. sixty bucks, which is like crazy for like this small thing. But I got it on sale when they were blowing them out at the end of the product lifestyle, which was tight. Hmm. That's not bad. Yeah. That's the teenage engineering one. Yeah. <laughs> Did you buy their table? I want that. <laughs> yeah, there's fucking. <laughs> How much crazy. does that table cost? Like nine hundred dollars, two thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, at least it's not yeah, a supreme that table. That would be sixteen grand. Now, my <laughs> question is: How do you get to have a ankle monitor? Like, 
What kind of life are you living where you get <laughs> caught by the cops? I feel at like I've arrest, done a lot yeah. of things in my life and I've never been arrested at all. <laughs> I think like the thing about getting arrested by uh, the cops is that you have to have family members or close friends who will call the cops on you. Mm-hmm. That's the only kind of person who I've ever known. Well, the thing, if you do a crime monitor. where they're going to actually be like manhunting you, uh, like they're going to be calling out an APB, like most wanted, they're going to use like security camera footage. They're going to use credit card. They're going to pull your credit. Have you ever seen fucking 24? They can they can pinpoint you from all they have to do is zoom and enhance on the security camera at the Seven Eleven when, when you're buying your monster. Uh, I love mm. that classic documentary Twenty Four. Not at all a fever dream of the Bush era. <laughs> I love that it's been thirty straight years. Yeah, no, that's a regular documentary. That uh, police have some magic technology that can turn one forty four p black and white <laughs> camera footage into high resolution. You know. 44k or whatever the no, fuck but, but in reality mm-hmm. if you're ever like if but you're ever only the fbi is using it if you're yeah. ever worried you're in serious fucking deep doo-doo in minecraft just fucking buy go mm-hmm. to an airport buy a tick plane ticket to a non-extradition treaty country this does require you to have a passport mm-hmm. unless you want to declare sure. like uh if you want to apply do asylum be like i'm a political prisoner but that only works if it's like a law that like you can claim is like morally bankrupt like, for example, drunk driving. Mm-hmm. I think all the laws are morally prank. <laughs> can I can I apply for asylum if I'm morally bankrupt? Can I go to a country and be like, I just, <laughs> I have nothing left. I'll make any decision. I'll pay any price. I'll do any crime. I Hire declare me, moral bankruptcy. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> can I please come to you, Saudi Arabia, the only country who's uh, corrupt and evil enough? Yeah, you to guys will please. <laughs> I'm going to apply for soul asylum. Please, United States, let me emigrate to work for your vaunted CIA. I live in Michigan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's too woke. I'm crying out for the freedom to work for the CIA. (laughs) Applying for political asylum in Turkey because uh, your home country won't let you slice meat off a slowly spinning metal rod. Oh, yeah. I forgot. This pod <laughs> would like to congratulate Erdogan on his re-election. Oh, uh, he's back? I know we got beat to the punch by Emmanuel Macron, who tweeted in Turkish the congratulations. Why do French people feel like they have to do that? Twitter's going to translate it anyway. <laughs> Just tweet it in whatever language you feel most comfortable, Emmanuel. It's like, high, high time we, we started to re-subjugate the Turk. <laughs> I think it's time. I, that we I thought you were going to say the French. French and I agree, oh no, yeah. no, no, no! That's a given. Yeah, the French. <laughs> that goes without saying. I think you know. Yeah, I it, it reminds that. me that's of how uh, of my lore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, wasn't this a whole thing with Twitter where uh, Turkey was like, "Please uh, ban all criticism of Erdogan from Twitter," and Elon was like, "Yes, sir, uh, right away, sir, Mister Mister Erdogan, uh, happy to do it, sir." Oh yeah, yeah. It came out that like basically every country was doing that like so uh jack dorsey was fucking clueless when he was running twitter and basically mm-hmm. and all every, the time every yeah. co- yes abs- <laughs> absolutely the guy drinks piss but the guy was yeah. like clueless <laughs> to the fact that like every country's intelligence agency like even like small countries that no one cares about like the like principalities like like the the ones that don't like fucking Liechtenstein probably had like guys on the inside of Twitter banning people <laughs> for saying like they're fuck whatever they eat in uh, their gazpacho is too cold or something. We're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna censor bad talk about Liechtenstein. Yeah, and and no negative <laughs> words about San Marino either. <laughs> yeah, not allowed. The Vatican City won't stand for this. Yeah. Well, it's also funny because people have been asking Elon, they're like, hey, you promised, because like they're his fanboys and stuff. They feel mm-hmm. betrayed. They're like, hey, you promised uh, everybody was going to be allowed to like post whatever they want. And like I'm shadow banned and regular banned and all my post reach is nuked and what's going on. <laughs> and every time he just responds to them with some shit like, uh, there are some things I just can't negotiate on or like it had to, we, we, we opted out of everything we could opt out of. We had no choice. And I'm like, it's so funny to me that he, he has this like swagger of pretending to be one of the most powerful men in the world. And then as soon as the Saudis are like, Hey, you need to fucking delete these posts. He's just like, how high? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's because he owes them billions of dollars that the Saudis lent to Elon to buy Twitter. Let's be fair. Yeah, Elon yeah. is probably an asset 
of some kind. He's got to be. Well, Speaking it's like of- you hear you hear tell from um, Ghislaine Maxwell's father, whatever the fuck his name was, that or by Robert. the time yeah Robert Maxwell, by the time he died, British intelligence suspected of him suspected him of being a double or possibly triple or quadruple agent. <laughs> quadruple agent. Yeah. Does that just circle back he, around he to being the good some guys? some sort of agent. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we know he worked for us, also Mossad. Also, we're not entirely sure, probably several other intelligence agencies. Uh, he was definitely on the So CIA a quadruple scale. agent is you're pretending to be a triple agent, but you're really actually, actually a double agent? Because a triple agent is like a double agent, but you actually are pretending to be a double agent for one side. So then what's the difference between that and a quadruple agent? So the thing I, you're I forgetting is, is that Israel and the <laughs> British and America are all the same country. That's fair. Mm, that's so so they're really probably just a just single. A fourth country, like he probably also worked for Saudis. That is also the same country. Oh, so right. not like so in deception, was, just like he has four different jobs as an agent. Yeah, yeah, well, he's yeah. on the grind set where he's like, <laughs> he, like, I can't make ends meet just working for the CIA. <laughs> yeah, he's not allowed the, spooks, the spooks are taking on side <laughs> hustles, folks. <laughs> It's the the equivalent of like when COVID happened and people were like, I got eight work from home jobs. It doesn't even matter if I get fired from five of them. I'm still getting three paychecks. Hell yeah. (laughs) Speaking of Robert Maxwell, uh, the Daily Beast uh, recently, just today, actually put an article out called Epstein emailed about dinners with Woody Allen, David Blaine and Richard Branson. Um, That that means the Comptown Boys are only one degree of separation away from Epstein. (laughs) <laughs> oh well did you yeah. see the I, also, did you see the island boys old photo with epstein <laughs> okay i i've heard that that might be <laughs> yeah. a ai i hope <laughs> i think it might just be random kids but it would be really funny if it was those those two specific well, it goes, guys it goes back to like the theory that epstein was trying to, to to rule the world through the genetic propagation of clones of his own genetic line yeah the foundation series mm-hmm. uh plot <laughs> literally so you're saying that uh, the Island Boys are Jeffrey Epstein clones. They were early, yeah. oh, early clones like before <laughs> the boys, they got it right. You know, they're how the like, boys from Brazil, but from Little St. James. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how like all the like uh, conservative uh, bimbo commentators, like with the blonde ones, all come from the same test tube. These guys were like really early versions of that for Epstein, right? Like they, they, they God, that kid really does kind of look like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> they, they ended up with like yeah, take a, face take, take a look at this. This yeah, that's a, fucked up. So, so this is this is the Island Boys. Yeah, those like reggae rapping white guys. Well, that's what people are claiming. I'm not sure where anybody's like actual information. Like, there's no evidence that these yeah, what is this extremely website? abused looking children that are hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein are those kids? As far <laughs> as I can tell, they do look like child soldiers or something. <laughs> like yeah, they, they've they've they seen some shit for sure. <laughs> yeah, they're being ascended in that blue cube. But the Daily Beast, the Daily Beast uh, claims to have received a tranche of emails um, from a FOIA request from the U.S. Virgin Islands, um, which I don't know why they would give them this. I guess just because they were the ones who 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 gave the who did the FOIA. Um, but there's a ton of emails where it's just like. Having a meeting with Woody Allen. Schedule a meeting with David Blaine. <laughs> uh, and then all of their representatives just being like, uh, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> He's just lying. Uh, oh, uh, like Jeffrey they're, they're, they're saying, Woody Allen's I, like, I didn't hang out with him. He just lied. Jeffrey Epson calling yeah. his secretary yeah. and being like, schedule a meeting with David Blaine. I need him to make my sex offender status disappear. Well, um, did any, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did any of you read that article that came out shortly after the whole initial Epstein thing that was like, I called every single number in Jeffrey Epstein's black book. And like the author said like yeah. 90% of people were like, I met him once or like, I didn't even know that I was in the book or I've literally sure. never met him. And it was only a vanishingly small percent of people who had met him and were willing to talk. <laughs> and she, she got a ton of great useful information out of those people. But like, yeah, I think most of the people that were connected to his massive empire, like probably didn't really know what was going on. Um, but then you have guys like Woody Allen, where it's like, yeah, it makes sense why Epstein felt like he should probably reach out to him. 
<laughs> Epstein called, uh, emails him and he's like, Woody, I gotta say, I'm impressed with your work. The, <laughs> the way you've been able to do it out in the open, and people still watch your movies, it's uh, respect, man. It's, it's, it must we, we gotta talk so incredible, yeah. We gotta talk it strategy. Rock so much being a rich guy and you can just like hit up your, your like aides and just be like, get me a meeting with whoever the fuck you want at any given time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, especially if you're spooked up too, and you're doing, oh, for sure. you know, child slavery for rich people. Yeah, taking you can get a break anybody from, on the phone. Taking a break from my human trafficking ring to have lunch with Jonah Hill, the man who made Kanye not <laughs> racist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not. Well, anti-Semitic is is being anti-Semitic racist? Or is that the that's same? An, that's an old question. Anyway, uh, AI expanding <laughs> new meme on the internet. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Be, we if, should have AI anti, that question. If anti-Semitism was racism, it would mean anti-Semitism is bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't do this to us, oh. the three non-Jewish hosts of this podcast. <laughs> Listen, I'm just going to uplift Todd's voice on this issue. Whatever he wants, to, whatever his truth is, he should speak. No, 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 no. no. I, I was just trying to get one of you guys to say something cancelable. That'll never happen. I can't be canceled. I'll do it. Won't happen. I'm too that's, slippery. Yeah. That's why I got to take those ones for the team. I've never been signed. Yeah. <laughs> Thank um, you for taking it for my team. <laughs> Well, yeah, anyway, uh, the big thing on the internet now is that, like, I guess somebody shared a picture of the Mona Lisa, and they were like, have you ever wanted to see the Mona Lisa's legs? AI. <laughs> oh, no. my God. I saw, no, no, where they expanded the the Nirvana Nevermind album yeah. art, and it's just like the ocean. But nobody... It's so has, stupid. Has anybody run Goatsy through this? <laughs> well, somebody also posted one where they were like... Let's I see what his wife looks like. I expanded... Um, <laughs> What is it? Uh, Leonardo's David, the famous statue. And it was just like an unfinished brick of marble, like a giant. Oh, slab. yeah. I, <laughs> that was one of those where I saw the joke before I saw the uh, the original thing it's referencing. So I was like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, it's also just like it, it's so emblematic of what AI has become, which is they're just like, how about a computer that gives you more of the same things you have? You you expand yeah. <laughs> the moon, the moon landing photos and it's just Stanley Kubrick in a director's chair. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> no, it's it's all of the fun aliens from the shows you grew up on, like Alf and Marvin the Martian is there, and uh, <laughs> I don't remember the one. Uh, the the guy from uh, the Jetsons, who was his name, Squeebo or whatever. <laughs> George Jetson. No, the little green guy from the Jetsons, the alien. Marvin the Martian. No, oh, come on, yeah, from the movie. Yeah. He's he's from the wait, wait, are you talking about Gazoo the Great from the Flintstones? Maybe. Yeah, yeah the Great I, Gazoo. I that's that's ringing a the bell. The Great Gazoo. Yeah. yeah, Aliens versus Pebbles. Okay, so he's from Okay, closely related <laughs> to the Jetsons. Um why are people making selfies of Jesus where oh, he yeah. looks like a he looks like Roz Trent? I'm just I'm scrolling back through <laughs> the guy who made the original thread where he's like expanding art. And he's the same guy who was like, what would it look like if there if uh historical figures took selfies? So there's a a <laughs> selfie of Jesus with a bunch of worshipers behind him. Mountaintop teachings today. Hashtag sermon on the mount. Hashtag blessed are the selfie takers. It's weird that they just look like uh I mean, I guess it makes a lot of sense, but they just look like uh extras from Life of Brian. They do. Like yeah, that yeah. looks like Eric Idol. I feel like that's what it pulled up is I don't know, it's kind of what it looks like. Probably the most famous movie, Jesus about movie, mm -hmm. movie about Jesus, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of high production Bible times movies when you got Monty Python topping the list. <laughs> Something that was shot on a potato in the 1970s. <laughs> I do like the one where they expanded the AI with AI. They expanded the photo of Nathan Fielder to see his friends who are just out of frame laughing. <laughs> yeah, it was a nice one. You could finally see what they were all laughing yeah, about. Yeah, and they look like mutants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bryn, that's just what, look, maybe you don't understand the uh, the subtleties of artificial intelligence, yet your brain can't move at the speed of a It's a really computer. mean thing to say about Nathan, Fiel Nathan Fielder's friends who are just out of frame laughing, too. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. But they were made up by a computer. It is so funny how, like, the the people like this guy who is, like, it seems like his whole account is like supposed to be teaching you how to use AI or like grifting people with AI that mm -hmm. he can't think of anything to do with it other than like, what if you had more of a painting that somebody decided to paint? Like, 
I don't it, know. It, yeah, it be totally much a, better a, uses for this. A fundamental misunderstanding of like art and uh, uh, like creation mm-hmm. of of you know ideas where like a- AI bros like mm-hmm. you know only you know idea on how to use AI is to expand like to get rid of the frame like the, the artist chose the framing of the photo or the painting deliberately like the the these these works are framed in a certain way and you're like oh yeah that's stupid and and we're gonna just fill it in with like clip art which yeah, is what I want more. <laughs> it's also yeah. like, what if you could live in the video game, but the video game is the freaking world of the yeah. Mona Lisa. Like, it's, it's such <laughs> a stupid fucking pitch. It's like stuff that people have thought of over and over and over again. It's like, they want to do the Marvel expanded universe for everything, but they don't yeah. want to hire any mm-hmm. writers to do a shitty job. So they're like, we'll make the <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. Internet. I've heard a lot of people who are like into AI talk about like, what do you, you could just have endless content. And it's like, what? Why would you are, want to do have endless content? You couldn't you're, you're possibly saying, watch every movie. AI only the only thing AI offers content is it'll be it'll be slightly more endless, but it'll all be shittier. And nobody will get paid to make yeah. it. Yeah. The last and no one thing would I ever need, want to watch any of it. Yeah. The last thing I need is content when I'm trying to be content. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's a little, dang. that's a little shucking peas <laughs> oh. with grandma humor for <laughs> no, you. To be fair, like, yeah, it's, that's a little, it's, that's it's a little, flooding. I pronounce it Pokemans humor for you. <laughs> it's, it's flooding like, uh, like scams are all, a bunch of scams are using AI now and a bunch of like, uh, you know, startups and it's, it's, it's a lot of scams, right? There's, there's, there has been content using AI for a while. A lot of kids content is based on that like nursery rhyme YouTube videos where it's like very clearly an AI voice and AI generated video mm-hmm. and stuff like that, that just imagine that like flooding all other content. If anything, it's going to raise the bar so that like the stuff that people actually want to watch, you're not going to have a bunch of like, you know, bullshit content made by people anymore. Cause they're not going to bother cause they can just make it with AI so the real stuff made by real people is probably going to be better because the bar is going to be pushed so much higher. Yeah, that's like to, just today, I got a call from a fake person sounding voice that was like, we've been trying to reach you about your friends laughing just outside of frame. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know what they look like? We can show you for a nominal fee. If you can sign up now, you can get the three months free of our class. I have given away information so many times today. It's incredible. Nice. <laughs> I don't even need a bank. Yeah. Because yeah, you have Bitcoin. We don't need you banks. Get tips in Bitcoin for your Bitcoin fixes this. <laughs> I have Bitcoin yeah. Cash, which is not that Bitcoin Cash. It's the other Bitcoin Cash, which is like a paper bill that symbolizes Bitcoin. So it's like Bitcoin mm. that can't get stolen unless they physically assault you, which is more secure than Bitcoin. That never happens. Which is more secure than cash, right? Did you hear? So, you guys hear mm-hmm. about a bunch of like hardware wallets in crypto? Uh, apparently, that people are discovering that they have backdoors. What's so, a hardware wallet? Yeah. Like it's not made out of, of leather. No, it's a hardware wallet. Kind of like a, it's like basically like a flash drive where it's got a little tiny system on a chip and your actual private key and your wallet and stuff are air gapped and you connect the flash drive to a computer and only through physical input by buttons on the hardware wallet uh, can you allow, can you approve transactions? I have one. I mean, okay. it, it works. But now if I update it, uh, apparently th- there's a backdoor in the latest software update, which is like insane. Well, yeah, I don't really know what that means. All I heard was like, what if your mom was on the computer? <laughs> <laughs> I just, just, uh, I'll boil it down. Uh, a lot of, uh, crypto bros coping basically. So like you, mm-hmm. you've got a system where you've got you've got to turn both keys at the same time. Mm-hmm. You've got to execute like the fucking, mm-hmm. you got to put in the Konami yeah. code right here, to be right like here. by a bazillion. See, is it like little, a game controller? Screen. Oh, it's a switchblade. See? Uh, I you said it. you got, didn't know what a ballet song here. was. He's got these two buttons. He doesn't know what a ballet song was, but he's got a in. fucking hardware key. Yeah, I keep, key. I keep my stupid JPEGs on it. Yeah, where do you, where no, do you I have, keep I have it a, from privacy up your fucking butt? I, so like last year, I bought like the stupidest JPEGs I could find. And most of them are worth okay. Some of them, you know, worth a couple hundred bucks. Not bad. I I have a friend who makes those for a living. These hardware wallets, hardware keys, yeah. Oh, nice. He worked for the company, a big company that makes them. 
Oh, I he will doesn't not be just saying crank which. him out of his basement. No, no. He works in an office. Or he used to, anyway. Oh, that one looks cool. Yeah, it kind oh, of no, that, I thought it was a I thought it was a different looking thing. That's oh, yeah. a yeah, that's a phone. Yeah, that is a phone. This does look just kind of like what the one uh the one Todd has. I, I don't use crypto at all. What could I use a hardware key for? Is that like a low you like can't. I know Pro Tools has like a LoJack style system? Fun new Flipper Zero update. Oh, you can rules. use a Flipper Zero to uh put a bunch of amiibos on there and scan all the link ones into your Zelda Tears of the Kingdom game for free. Oh. Have you been doing that recently? Yes, I have. No, I, need, <laughs> I need an iPhone that just has flipper zero type capabilities. I need to be like disabling the like security <laughs> tags on clothes at a at a it's great store and walking out with them with my iPhone. I would yeah. never say I have ever done any of these things publicly. <laughs> I'm saying you could do them. <laughs> the capability exists. The capability exists. It's just a little box with a bunch of antennas in it that the entire world runs on now for some stupid reason. <laughs> did, the, did the price on Flipper Zeros come down? Because I remember they, like they were hundred or two hundred dollars. They were out of production for a while, and they jacked up to like two fifty or three hundred on the secondary market. Uh oh. Uh, well, it probably was. You had to be in a pretty long Kickstarter to actually get one. Like, I, okay. I think Bryn signed up for the Kickstarter like before the pandemic. It was four years ago. It was a long time ago. Go to the shop. See if they're still there. How okay, to buy. So no, you go to the shop. I go to shop. I've been meaning to pick one up, but I was waiting until the price came. Oh, shit. 170 bucks. Oh, that's a good deal. I'll yeah, you got it. That. Oh, yeah. Look at that. that you, they got one. Yeah, nice. they're cool. They're pretty cool. I like the little dolphin guy. He's cute. They've got yeah. GPIOs. They got all the antennas. It's a yeah. fun little thing. You can, you can put in uh, any door you ever need to open with a fob. It's all in there. Just Hell walk yeah. on down to the nearest cul-de-sac, open every garage door, and walk away. Rinse <laughs> <It's laughs> and <funny>. repeat. <laughs> Can they do uh, cars yet? Can you do a remote start or remote open on the, cars? With the fob starts? Is, the the, the answer area. is, it can. That's all I'll say. <laughs> in Minecraft, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry for asking. I love this because it's just I mean, like... It, in Tears of the Kingdom. I, I love that we spent like a century trying to figure out how to key things efficiently for security purposes. Mm -hmm. And then over the last two decades, we were just like, oh, slap a chip in it. No chip genius will ever figure out how to hack the chips. <laughs> <laughs> and then it took, all it took was one fucking chip genius. Oh, actually, this is, this is a funny thing. If you ever want to fuck with somebody who you don't like, don't do this to your friends as a prank because it's truly a pain in the ass. Um, I believe that if you take a key fob from a car that has a remote key fob and you go out of range and you press the key mm -hmm. fob enough times, uh, it will get out of sync with the RNG between the key fob and the car itself. And that when you come back in range, they will no longer be in sync because it basically, uh, I don't, I'm not a super technical guy, but it pulls from true? a list of, of random generated co uh, key codes, right? And that transmits it to the oh. car. So if, and, like they, and every you, so often they talk and. Yes. Huh. W once you, you exhaust that uh, list and you're out of range, the car doesn't know. Uh, to to update to the latest the the latest key code, so it'll like unsync mm -hmm. them, and it'll be a whole pain in the ass for the person who owns the car to get it uh, re Weird. synced. I guess the idea is in you Minecraft, push the button don't do this in range. I don't know of the car. if it's illegal. <laughs> That's so weird and stupid. So you're saying it's like when you're in range and you push the button, it like it sends the the code, and it's like they're also periodic. It like updates to a new code or like says like in 20 minutes the code is now this i don't but know i read it on like it, a tweet thread somewhere and could be bullshit <laughs> well, well i'm convinced i'm sure it's anybody, totally true jokes on anybody who tries that on my car my key fob is from 2001 and hasn't worked in 15 years i'm nice. pretty sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah as john has said multiple times on this show lots of cars are key to like especially uh trucks and things like uh backhoes and shit like mm -hmm. that Anything uh, cop cars sometimes, right? Fleet vehicles, yeah. So cop cars are included in that. Vending machines too, right? Yeah, um, vending machines are usually regionally keyed, though, okay. and they're usually mm. keyed with one of those little circle mm -hmm. keys, which are significantly mm. harder to pick. I mean, they're actually quite easy if you have the proper tools, but most lock pick sets will not include anything for uh, anything other than your standard access kind of uh, keyway, pin and tumbler. So theoretically, keyway. if somebody wanted to go around like breaking into things in minecraft it would be more profitable to do something that wasn't vending machines 
Uh, if you wanted to do vending machines, theoretically in a VR simulation or something, you would simply walk up to the machine and you would take a pressing of the keyway, and then ah. you would take those depths and you would simply order the key you need off the internet, wait a couple days, and just walk up and open it like normal. Nice. If you really want to sell the <laughs> illusion, get a polyester polo shirt and some pants with an with big pockets on the sides and a belt <laughs> and like a cart from Uline. A high-vis vest and a clipboard. <laughs> and nobody will question yeah. you. You can walk into all kinds of workplaces and be like, I'm the canteen guy. That's yeah. one of the if you really want names to, of the companies. I feel like you kind of have to look like you too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you shouldn't. You should definitely. Well, you need to look like you have a job, but it doesn't pay you enough money. Like you can't <laughs> look like you don't have a job, but you also can't be some mm -hmm. rich guy trying to make some side money by ripping off vending machines. You show up in mm -hmm. in fucking uh, pleated chinos. Everybody's gonna know you're not meant to be filling up the machine. <laughs> they'd be like what did this guy fall in hard times after he bought those pleated chinos usually those take you straight to the top but hey, this isn't adding up i know that you are either working on wall street or you are in the band battles so i'm gonna need you to stop right there <laughs> <laughs> uh, love to get a nice battles reference in the middle of the show yeah. okay <laughs> good band yeah great band great band incredible i was just revisiting um what is it called Crypt, La -dee -da -dee. Crypt B or something like that. Juices B Crypt. Yeah, yeah that's a great album. Anyway, <laughs> that's a great album. Yeah. Ladies, you know when you're up late at night and your man's juices are just being crypt all over the place? <laughs> what the hell is up with that? <laughs> <laughs> Ask Ian Williams. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I don't have a good segue from battles to the insurance market. So we're going to talk about the insurance okay. market now. Yeah. Pretty exciting Lay it stuff. on me. I have, so there's this great article from Hamilton Nolan on his, uh, I think this is a Substack, How Things Work, mm -hmm. something like that. And um, I've, Hamilton, begun, I've been converted recently to Substack. I really enjoy Substacks. Substacks it's cool. Some of them are really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I read Caitlin Johnstone's pretty often. Um, oh, she's cool. Really good. But uh, yeah, so this one is from Hamilton Nolan, who is normally a labor reporter that we rely on heavily for my other show, Work Stoppage, and who does fantastic mm -hmm. work. But this article is not about labor, at least directly. Um, this is about how insurance companies are kind of on the cusp of making the material risk assessment that they are no longer going to insure or are going to insure at exorbitantly high rates homes that are in disaster-prone areas. And basically, the thrust of the article is that when the insurance companies start admitting that climate change is real and rich people can no longer buy beautiful beach homes on in coastal Florida, um, all of a sudden, Everybody's just going to have to believe climate change is real because the bourgeois opinion on it is going to change. And well, not in a good way, necessarily. That's the thing, John, because uh, the rich and the elites have the money to they can deal with rebuilding or they can afford the higher insurance rates. Mm -hmm. Right. So what this is basically going to turn out to be is insurance companies squeezing more money out of people who live adjacent to air, like the, the, the service workers who live in like Florida and Louisiana and California. Yeah, they're going to do that basically up until the point where there are enough disasters in a row on their previously insured properties, which were not insured with climate change-related catastrophe built into the calculations at all. And so when there are these massive runs on the insurance companies, they'll probably get bailed out and the state will take over the liability from them. So no bourgeois mm -hmm. will be affected in any bad way. But then the state will probably either de facto or formally have to insure basically every home in the country. And then as the disasters continue, there's going to be a basically a full scale economic crisis when the state mm -hmm. is defaulting on its insurance debt to its citizens. And he outlines in the article a number of ways they could handle that. Um, I think he's pretty optimistic. To be frank with you, I think it's going to be pretty bad when it happens. But um, yeah, I mean, that's basically the long and short of it is like when the insurance companies can no longer ignore climate change, it kind of just suddenly becomes everybody's problem in a very real and visceral economic sense. I, mm -hmm. I, uh, I yeah, also, also want to bring up that like recently there has been uh, very strong evidence of world governments meddling in uh, like climate. One big example is 
California and the American West Coast getting the rain needed right at the right time in order to prevent a like apocalyptic drought. Uh, Turkey having that horrific earthquake right, you know, during uh, a time when like the they were directly opposing, uh, you know, basically Western interests and uh, not in lockstep regarding Ukraine. And uh, like we've known that the like DARPA weather technology has existed for a long time. And there's billionaires writing op-eds about like injecting aluminum into the stratosphere in order to prevent Mm -hmm. global warming. Wait, what DARPA weather? This is all, this is all proceeding like a colossal cash grab as well as, uh, you know, concerns about this finally trickle up to people behind the levers of power. Yeah, I've been to the Rockies. I've seen the snow machines in Colorado <laughs> on the slopes. They're manipulating the freaking snow. <laughs> <laughs> what DARPA weather machines? Haven't we talked about this before? The DARPA Defense Advanced Research Projects um, has a a project called HARP, H-A-A-R-P. And uh, the idea behind HARP is to essentially modify the weather uh, when needed, right, in in, uh, times of drought. Or uh, you could send, uh, you know, natural disasters, quote unquote, natural disasters against your political enemies, which is what I firmly believe happened in Turkey. Although I, I don't think Turkey, the earthquakes were a different program, not HARP. Well, I mean, it was, it was shown in the seventies that the United States government had like, uh, like uh, black ops tech that could induce earthquakes. Well, notable libelous and slanderous mainstream, lamestream media outlet, university of Alaska Fairbanks says that HARP is just an, a rural research program yeah that sounds like something somebody <laughs> manipulating the freaking snow machines would say <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have to say i don't know enough about how the science of weather works to uh know if i think that's at all a feasible cloud claim. seeding but just if any government would have the ability to uh manipulate weather and then keep it hidden it would be the u.s government well the chinese government China. is also well the chinese government is also experimenting with cloud seeding in aid of agriculture, which seems a little bit more innocuous and benign than, mm-hmm. you know, the United States government sending, I don't know, I, this sounds kind of fanciful, but I have a feeling that the United States government would send like hurricanes and tornadoes after their, their, their state enemies if they could. Just to be clear, yeah. listener, none of this is in the Hamilton Nolan article. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just reading very quickly here. Uh, according to just regular old Wikipedia, Operation Popeye was uh, the, the, the United States government, the Air Force, in 1997, mm-hmm. using um, cloud seeding over the Ho Chi Minh Trail to increase the rainfall uh, there in in the Vietnam War, um, this definitely happened. Uh, doesn't seem to be any sort of. It's not a conspiracy theory. So since yeah, nineteen seventy seven, the intelligence. Uh, I mean, conspiracy is such a weird word at this point. It's like, yeah. do, what do you mean? Do I mean it's fake? I'm not saying it's fake. I'm just saying that they were trying they were doing this stuff to make it rain longer and have a monsoon longer in the mm. Vietnam War and then they were like well the Geneva Convention said that uh, we can't do that anymore so we definitely <laughs> aren't doing it yeah but also at least in this specific case I'm a little skeptical of them manipulating the weather because why would they manipulate it to be a more disadvantageous situation to themselves the bourgeois no no it's it's real as uh, recently as 2021 uh actual like in uh in official like you know publicly released documents uh utah wyoming nevada california new mexico arizona all announced that they were in colorado all announced that they were running cloud seeding programs and funding them with millions of dollars this was in 2021 so you can only imagine to make it rain how yes that that is the (laughs) attempt to overcome mega drought was the term used at the time by these states and uh, so they were using that as recently as 2021 publicly. So we can only imagine that the use has increased since then. 
Yeah, they just spent 2.4 million on cloud seeding for the Colorado River just back in March. Yeah, of so this so th- this is real. I, I I bring it up because, uh, like, it, it, as part of like the climate change kind of conversation, you do have to also consider that p- billionaires, people in control of the levers of power, are going to try to offer you solutions where it's like, let's inject a bunch of chemicals into the atmosphere to block out the sun. And that is, that's bad. Okay. Yeah. That, that like ends in disaster. I do remember that happening. And there yeah. was some sort of blacking out the sun thing that Bill Gates was involved with. Yeah. That guy, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. I just realized people were like, I think Mr. Beast is the antichrist. How is Bill Gates dodging all this antichrist uh, <laughs> slander? He should be yeah. the one who should be seen as the antichrist. If anything, yeah, right. I'm, I'm going to say, the, I'm still skeptical that they're doing tsunamis, but uh, it seems a little bit uh, far fetched. But uh, I would like to see your your documents. Um, but yeah, dear listeners, if you have uh, uh, classified cloud seeding documents from the United States government, please leak them in either a War Thunder or Minecraft <laughs> Discord server. That would be or great. literally my DMs. Leak them to my DMs. <laughs> yeah, upload them to my uh, my what is it called? The hardware wallet. No one will find it there. There's no backdoors on those things. Oh no 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 no! There, this is this is public stuff. It's it's been reported in CNBC. Yeah, uh, but if Scientific they can make, make they can manipulate the weather to that extent, why would there be global warming? Do they want global well, warming? That's temperature. Let, let me explain to you the difference between climate and weather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Todd just goes full Bill Maher mode. No, uh, no, no. Listen, my, my point here, my point here is that like uh, you know big evil people with lots of power are going to try and convince you that their solution is right because they will make money off of it. And by and large, they are motivated by profit and they don't give a shit if it fucks up and destroys the atmosphere or something like that. They're turning Western Utah into a giant processor fan to keep Silicon Valley cool. (laughs) (laughs) Silicon Valley isn't cool. Yeah, it'll never be it's cool. It's lame, actually. <laughs> it's been overheating for quite some time now. Its GPU is running way over 100%. <laughs> so what What? What do you think? So what's going to happen to... I, I mean, what's the, what's the end game of, I don't know, insurance companies being like... I, I just... I find it hard to understand what's going to... Everyone knows that climate change is real. Yeah. Like, no one actually thinks it's fake. No one who with any power thinks it's fake. Well, and so nobody like, in their heart of hearts thinks it's fake either. Like plenty of people who are like, oh, I never believe in that. Like they notice that the fucking seasons are different, right? Like how could you not notice? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the, the, problem is, the problem is when people in positions of power say that you need to change things about your lifestyle that all coincidentally coincide with austerity measures placed on you because they want to make <laughs> your, your life miserable because you're a prole. Like that's the problem because the biggest drivers of climate change are big industry, the military, uh, like essentially people in the, with control over the levers of power who are telling you that it's your fault for eating a hamburger. They're the ones that are causing like trillions of tons of CO2 to be released in the atmosphere. So they're telling you that you need to live an austere lifestyle because it's your fault because you went out and grilled on Saturday or on Monday for Memorial Day uh, instead of them, like, you know, not sailing their fucking gigantic mega yacht. Yeah, every time you toss a beer can in the trash instead of the recycling, that's equivalent to a decade of nuclear testing. (laughs) (laughs) But what's the thing about the, what's the article say? Oh, about well, like what what will happen with when, when insurers start saying they won't insure things. Well, it's already happening. Like one of the things it talks about is that there's like some states. I think in California, like State Farm is no longer selling homeowners insurance because it's like so expensive to like just pay in up. California at all. In the state of California is what it says um, because of uh, like all the wildfires and stuff. So it's like what the article is saying is that it's like I thought they were a good neighbor. And they were going to be there. No, yeah, they're not there. The, the, the most fucked up thing is that the, the wildfires in California, a lot of them have been caused by outdated equipment because the power companies got a bunch of money from the government and instead of using it to update their equipment to make it safer and not cause wildfires, they fucking spent it on s- executive bonuses and shit like that. And <laughs> the, the state forestry service is kind of has kind of bad policy as far as fire prevention measures. 
And also a, mm-hmm. a statistically significant number of them have been started by gender reveal parties, which is <laughs> <laughs> that is a true fact. Yeah. If 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 you have cool. three if you have three or more neighbors uh where one of the parents is non-binary, then like the odds of the gender reveal party plummets, and then consequently your homeowner's insurance gets cheaper. Because you're like, well, <laughs> there's not gonna be any kind of exploding ball that uh rains well, that's pink the, dust that's on the everything. The problem with that, John, is there's nothing more uh, American than a gender reveal party that starts a wildfire. Except mm-hmm. I mean I can think of a couple things like a gender reveal mass shooting, gender reveal nine eleven, mm-hmm. but those things are less legal than a gender reveal financial crisis would be pretty american a gender reveal depression gender, gender reveal, reveal invasion of afghanistan yeah. <laughs> gender reveal, uh, yeah gender reveal assassination of jfk 10 years of gender reveals in syria the ongoing conflict the, the guantanamo Bay gender reveal a genocide of gender mm-hmm. trail of gender tears yeah. i met god she's her gender is she her and she's black that might happen. George Lucas going to Harlem and starting Black 9-11. What the fuck y'all know about this? Driving the longest car you've ever seen. <laughs> well, that may be the world's greatest tweet. All right. That one's up there. And then the hogs at the DMV is another one. Yeah. That's way up there for me. <laughs> That but one's t- funny. I, I don't like it as much as the George Lucas one, but it's I, I can I can admire its uh, its fundamentals for sure very strong tweet (laughs) so to answer your question brian the conclusion of the article reads like this he says the path we are on today though the path that our current political system makes likely is the path of wholly irrational and completely ad hoc pirate capitalism increasing climate change induced disasters cause panic among homeowners as a class politicians rush to grab dollars to enable everyone to live the same as they are now for as long as possible And eventually the whole thing crashes into the wall of reality in a way that causes uncontainable national pain rather than just the specific regional temporary pain of the smarter solutions. And then he says this will come in the form of economic, enormous economic and human losses and a political crisis that will occur when all of the people living in other states finally say, why the fuck is so much of our federal budget going to protect these idiots beach houses? And then things will get ugly. So it's a little bit of a liberal conclusion, but I think ultimately the idea that this is going to cause like a major moment of financial panic where you have major Republican donors suddenly turning around and be like, please protect my Florida and Virginia Beach properties and stuff to the federal government is going to be a moment of like crisis of legitimacy for he says Republicans, but I think it's really for the entire liberal capitalist system. If we're being honest, I, I, obje- I object I to that frame. I I object to that framing entirely. Like we've talked about this on the on the show before about like uh, you know uh, I guess rising sea levels. There are people in like the Gulf, the Gulf states, who are poor as shit and live on the coast, and mm. they're going to be some of the first yeah. affected by climate change. Okay, so for this, mm-hmm. this this guy framing it as if it's going to be like rich people's beach houses, like, yeah, I guess in Florida, there's a lot of high rent districts, but like there's equally as many places in like Louisiana and uh, and like Georgia and, and right. on the well, other side of Florida, where it's people who are poor as shit, like do, trying to be subsistence like fishermen and like work as service employees in resort towns. Well, he, he he mentions plenty of that earlier in the article, but I think the thrust of it is that there's not going to be any federal involvement until it affects very rich people. Like the government is just going mm, to like yeah. sure. let the insurance sure, companies yeah. do whatever the fuck they want up until the point that it affects major donors to the two parties. And then we're going to have an economic crisis in the wake of a major, you know, humanitarian crisis across the country. Well, the, the reason that I think that they're going to do something about it is because rich people keep buying beach houses, like the Obamas, the fucking rich people Bill, are dumb. Bill Gates, the, these billionaires, they keep buying waterfront property. So they know, they've mm-hmm. got to know something that we don't about how this is going to be dealt with in the next couple of years. Send us the cloud seeding emails. <laughs> I mean, <that's> Joey. <laughs> you probably just know how to own multiple homes, and they're like, oh, well, too bad. This uh, home's getting flooded. I guess I'll move somewhere else instead. Maybe I'll sell it. Probably not. Um, well, as long as we are closing in on time, I just wanted to talk about one more thing really quick, which is that I spent a lot of this show talking about LSD pro drugs and oh, being like, yeah. these are going to be part of the future, and you should all know what they are and how to be 
safe about them and where they come from. And guess what? They're huge in Japan because Japan has the same kind of legal loopholes the United <laughs> States does, except they're way more restrictive on regular drugs. So the Japanese are taking huge amounts of 1V and 1D LSD. <laughs> why, why would you want to do psychedelics in Japan? Right? Like, like imagine being in Tokyo on LSD. I would be, or, or whatever the, you know, LSD pro drugs. I would be terrified. I'd love it. LSD makes me feel like everything around me is just the coolest thing I've ever seen. So if it's already crazy cool shit, like if I could go to the Gundam Cafe tripping my nuts off, 100%, I'd spend $1,000. <laughs> That's too much, man. Yeah. It is so funny that, that it's people who like can't even do edibles or like smoke a joint, but are mm-hmm. like, let's drop some acid today. Yeah. Like very like fucking, jumping into the deep end kind of a thing. Even having a tattoo is considered like super taboo in Japan and you'll be treated differently if you mm. have visible tattoos. Treated like a badass Yakuza boss. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. There's like nowhere <laughs> to go to smoke a joint. So like, as you said, Todd, like maybe I want to go see the cherry blossom fields or whatever. And I just want to lay down under a bunch of trees, <laughs> tripping dope. my nuts off in, you know, I don't know where they have them, the Hokkaido <laughs> region. I'm absolutely puddled in the suicide forest, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Logan Paul might have rethought some things if he'd done that video on acid. That's that's all I'll say. Uh, so, so I've never I don't I I've been kind of trying to re- recollect my life, and I'm not sure I've actually ever done LSD. I've and I don't really trust LSD, considering how I believe it came to. Uh, you, you do have to get to our it from, from a trusted source. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm not a big fan of the concept of it. Well, what part mm-hmm. of the concept? That's how the CIA that, I mean, gets you. They they turn your most trusted friend into a source. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've always liked it because to me, it's like it has the psychedelicness of shrooms. Like it makes you feel like you can think new and interesting thoughts. But it's also like really, it has you up. It has you very up and like mm-hmm. ready to interact mm-hmm. with things like shrooms. I could just disappear into the couch. Oh, that sounds scary. I don't like being well, up. That, that's, I fucking <laughs> John, you kind of touched on something that I don't like about psychedelics. I don't like meth. I don't like. It, it kind of makes, sometimes psychedelics can make you feel like you have an epiphany about something and you think about something in a different way, but it, there's nothing really there. It just makes you feel that what's, what mm-hmm. you're thinking in the moment is more important and poignant. And like that is kind of the effect of the drug. And then you sort of uh, come down from it and you realize that, okay, I'm thinking about this in a different way, Mm -hmm. but in in reality, it's not really that much of an epiphany. Well, Not necessarily that being the only thing that happens. Sometimes you do think about things in a different way and it is positive and useful. But I think that that it does kind of give you this false sense of importance sometimes. Yeah, I I like shrooms for that reason because they do make you kind of appreciate things that you wouldn't normally appreciate. And I think, I don't know, I think it's, uh, it's okay to feel like something is important in one moment and then not think it's as important when you're not tripping. Cause how else are you going to appreciate? How else are you going to feel childlike awe without, <laughs> you know, being on shrooms? Yeah. I, I can just uh, watch the Mario movie. Probably, probably the moment of childlike <laughs> awe on there. <laughs> I can't just up and quit yeah. my job, which would give me a very similar experience. No, but it's like, I tell anybody who is interested in trying psychedelics, it's like, don't, you know, you're going to have a great time on the drug. But the important thing is that you reflect in the days after you have the experience on what happened to you. And maybe you'll think some things you thought were incredible are actually stupid and dumb. But I guarantee if you keep thinking about it, just having that weird extra part of your brain open for that little while is going to introduce information you wouldn't have had before. And even if the junk pile is nine times bigger than the worthwhile information pile, hey, you still fucking got some information because what else were you going to fucking do? Sit on your couch and catch up on Barry? I did that. It was all right. <laughs> Watch I, fucking Barry. <laughs> I, I agree. Listen with to Brandon, a podcast think, that's uh, brought to you by the new season of Barry. <laughs> I, I agree. With so, so what's uh, what's probably this? the best psychedelic uh, to take if you're, uh, you know, you're just getting into it. I think if you can get LSD from a trusted source, it's probably you're probably going to have a good time. Uh, just be really careful with like test chemicals. And uh, I don't know anything about these LSD pro drugs. I would. Uh, yeah, what are LSD pro drugs? It's just okay, it's so, like a chemical that is like technically different, but your body takes it when you eat it or ingest it, it becomes LSD. So it's like functionally the same, the same thing. 
but like legally it's distinct what yeah because that doesn't um, make any sense to me well learn chemistry i guess that doesn't make much sense to me either for instance the uk has a law where if a new substance that is chemically distinct from legislated substances is determined to be psychoactive it's automatically banned immediately but countries like the united states for instance do not have this legislation and countries like japan and south korea for instance who mostly copy their laws wholesale from the united states uh also mm, I when they why. copied our homework mm-hmm. they didn't include anything like that so mm-hmm. yeah if you have something that has like a very slight chemical difference from a scheduled compound it's technically unscheduled. And that's why when I ordered a bunch of 1D and 1V LSD off the internet over the course of last year, nobody could stop me. What the fuck are you going to do? They shipped it to my house right from the Netherlands, motherfucker. Hell Who yeah. cares? <laughs> Those guys got but um, it's, their, it's, their labs it's, raided, actually, and now they're back in business. Which they should make cool. uh, pro quaaludes where it's like uh, you can take quaaludes, but <laughs> hey, it's not I'm quaaludes. With this. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. So is this stuff safe? Perfect crime. Oh, uh, yeah. The one, the one V and the one P LSD, the pro drugs, they're probably the safest way to take LSD because they are produced in a, in a lab setting and they are 99.9% purity. But you have to order them using your crypto hardware wallet. No, actually there's a really easy app for money transfers to (laughs) Europe that you can use and it makes the whole process super simple. What's it called? I don't have to learn some weird, obscure crypto coin and, Um, uh, fuck around in that that part of the internet to buy it that's yeah lame. exactly hold on I, it's called revolut like revolution but just the first bit revolut nice. mm. yeah <laughs> but uh what uh does it still have the sort of similar thing as acid where if you are uh possibly susceptible to schizophrenia it could like unlock that shit yeah the effects are mind? identical to acid in almost every respect. I mean, I, I, every acid trip is different. So like beyond that, I literally could tell zero difference between the pro drugs and regular LSD. So if you're, so basically like, uh, for schizophrenics, acid is like your spinach to Popeye. <laughs> All right. Yeah, exactly. Listening to BP Planets. This is episode. We love you so much. My other show is called Work Stoppage. Bryn's other show is called Generation Laws. Todd's shop is Doomer Dutch. <laughs> Check us out on Patreon if you want yeah. more episodes. That's uh, hang out with us in Discord. That's a Facebook page. Uh, you know the shit. Give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts and uh, tell your friends. Tell your Uber driver that you're in right now that you're listening to the greatest <laughs> podcast of all time. Mm. And uh, I had an Uber driver who I was talking about Stalin with and how good communism is. Really? On the way back from Berlin. It was cool. He was <laughs> what, from... Was he driving a Lada? Croatia. Hmm. <laughs> no, he was... I mean, I, it was America. He was just like... He, we, oh, nice. Because I got back from Berlin and I, I was like, yeah, I just got back from Berlin. He's like, oh, I'm from Croatia. And it's like, we just started talking about the ex-Soviet states and how he missed communism <laughs> oh, I, th- I thought it was like an uber in and he was like and he need- was driving like an old soviet made car that would have ruled yeah it will be oh no Hugo. that would be cool be though. Sweet, yeah. yeah but yeah anyway all right <laughs> you go where <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right love you everybody bye goodbye <laughs> <laughs>